Chicago residents. This is your boy, Khalif Adams. This year, 2019 at E3, we're doing something very, very different. We're doing a collab thing with our friends over at the Wardcast, bringing you some of the best and most exclusive content on the web. We have some fantastic interviews and some fantastic conversations for you. Make sure you're checking out our show. Make sure you're checking out their feed over at the Wardcast on all podcast platforms. And make sure you do it right about now. What's good, Chicago? We are here at E3 2019. We're hanging out at the Ubi booth. I'm hanging out with Emil Devon. We're hanging out at Ghost Recon. We're chilling in the spot. What's up, Emil? How are you doing? Good, man. Good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Oh, well, you're supposed to put the mic next to your, next to your mouth when you talk. <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing really well. I had a chance to just finish up a gameplay session. The game feels really, really good. Um, I'm trying to wrap my brain around all the things that I just saw after getting killed multiple times by multiple drones. Uh, in multiple places. Yes. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about what you've been uh, been doing on the team? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I came on board as a, an additional content writer originally. Uh, and then because of my background in special forces, I, that role quickly evolved into writer and military technical advisor. So I've been helping with consulting on all the authenticity aspects and the military aspects. And then predominantly, I'm a writer. The, the stuff I've always been interested to ask folks who have done that work where you come in as an authenticity uh, a person on the on the team is you know how does that work when you kind of start the process when they're like hey when they bring you in they're like we have a, a a hole in our game in this particular place and we want you to fill that is it like we don't know what weapons we want to put into the game we don't know what kind of artillery we don't know what kind of kind of tech we want to put in what is the stuff that you know that you'll be able to kind of help us fill those gaps is it just stuff like that is it, what are the other parts of that i mean so in truth by the time i came on the project they already had a lot of decisions made on what weapons they want to use, like what weapon systems are incorporated in the builds, the overall aesthetic that they were going for. They had a lot of things kind of lined up uh, where I was really able to help was to bring my experience and expertise to help fine tune the details so that as you play the game and you engage with the world and as your character moves through the space, it just feels more authentic, like a real world and a real combat scenario. Yeah, some of the stuff I was uh, just talking to you about right before we started was just how grounded everything feels. The characters feel pretty grounded in the way that not only they kind of talk to each other and the kind of uh, conversations they have. There was a great little cutscene with John Barenthal about, um, you know, don't 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 fart in my right in my rack, <laughs> which was it's a small thing. It's a thing, though, but it's happens. like, but it's but it's my like my boys who I know who who have been in the service. You you hear conversations about stuff, you know, that camaraderie that happens in those spaces. Do you feel like the the camaraderie of you know? real world uh, service folks being together in those in those kinds of situations is coming through in the story and in the characters that are going to be portrayed in the game yes absolutely so uh, first narratively speaking we were given a lot of freedom to expand on the, the story aspect of this game so that it feels a lot more narrative driven it's still a tactical shooter and it's grounded in the gameplay mechanics but we uh this particular evolution of the Ghost Recon franchise we were given the freedom to expand the narrative so it's already more engaging in that respect and where the, the notion of camaraderie and brotherhood comes in is, of course, being Ghost Recon, it's a co-op experience. You can play solo, you can play co-op, but the real sort of excitement and thrill is getting some of your buddies together, getting online or getting in the room together, getting headsets on, and talking through the tactics. And the beauty is that you can engage this narrative in this world now with your friends, with the heightened sense of realism and authenticity, and, and the fantasy is heightened both through the mechanics and the story, and of course the experience of playing with other people. 
One of the things I really thought was super fun was the addition of the wolves as being the kind of main enemies that you're kind of going after and kind of digging through and fighting against. What, you know, what are some of the conversations that the team had when they kind of thought about concepting that out and kind of having those folks being this kind of uber, uber group that you're trying to fight against? So early on in the development process, the, the core team wanted to explore the idea of what was the most dangerous adversary a ghost could face. You know, the ghosts are the best. They are ostensibly the most highly trained, experienced, efficient warriors on the battlefield. What poses the most direct threat? What is the most frightening thing a ghost could face? And really what they came up with was another ghost. Mm. So that's where the, the character of Cole Walker sort of was born. They wanted someone who who not only was elite, but was a ghost. So has this tie to the to you know the main character. There's a real sense of, of brotherhood and betrayal. And that, of course, led to the evolution of the wolves. So you have your standard enemy fighters, your, your private military contractors that come with a variety of experience, a lot like a real contracting firm would have. You, some people have a lot of military experience, some people have less, and you'll feel that as you play the game and you hear how they speak and how they interact. There are varying levels of sort of experience, but then there's the wolves. We needed an element of soldiers, of fighters, for the player to engage with that offered the ultimate challenge to a ghost. So you have a group of warriors already highly trained and experienced now being led by ostensibly the fiercest special operator of all time, Cole Walker, engaged strictly in a manhunt to find you. One of the other parts I thought was really interesting was how dynamic the world was in terms of missions, uh, being able to kind of go through one and then seeing like the world is telling me that there are other things around me that I need to be paying attention to and how that stuff affects the other things that I'm going to be coming up against. Can you talk a little bit about that? The just diversity in the world or, or missions? Yeah, diversity in missions, because I felt like they were we played through three of them. Yeah. Um, and each one felt very, very different, and yeah. each one felt very, very special in the way that they kind of came across. So the real idea was there is an overarching linear narrative, you could consider it. There is an overarching storyline. What happened on this island? What's exciting is the open world offers us the opportunity to expand the story in ways that we really couldn't with a, a straight linear game. And that's where these faction missions come into play. So the factions are opposing groups that are also engaged in this struggle on the island that you'll encounter as you maneuver through the world. The missions offer a few different advantages. So from a gameplay perspective, it gives you the opportunity to, to gain skill points, buffs, perks, find new weapons, loot things, build on the progression of your character. But also these side missions really support the overarching narrative. So you've got these side stories and side plots and B stories that are all very compelling in and of themselves because they tell very interesting stories of the people that are on this island and how they came to find themselves in this situation, this martial law and oppressive regime that's taken over. And it all ties into your mission as a ghost to uncover the mystery of what happened on the island. So the diversity of the missions is offering the player the opportunity to engage the world however they want. Freedom of choice is at the heart of what we're doing in Ghost Recon. We want players to engage how they want, when they want, however however they feel is necessary the faction missions are one more way we give the player freedom of choice to maneuver through the world and engage with the narrative how they see fit to build their skills their experience and then follow along the trajectory of the actual storyline that sounds super super cool two last questions uh as a writer on the on the game 
you know, what is some of the things that you're super excited for people to kind of find? Of course, no spoilers, but uh, stuff that you're kind of hoping that people will kind of get from the narrative that you're building uh, in, in Ghost Recon. Well, so one of my main focuses with writing was on on systemic voices and AI interface. Mm-hmm. So AI historically in games is sometimes a secondary consideration. You want to give the world some depth and texture, some humanity, but it, it's not always a direct focus. So we, we tried to restructure that with this game so that as you maneuver the world and as you encounter these different characters, they actually have more humanity to them. You can feel the texture to the world through the characters. So we've created a whole new series of systems for AI. So there's layered barks upon layered barks, a lot of different interactions, a lot of new dialogues, choices, cutscenes, optional dialogues. The world we've created has a lot more texture than we anticipated in the beginning. And we achieved a lot of that through the systems, which is, I'm not going to say unique to this, but I think it's we've managed to achieve an even more sort of satisfying balance of realistic feeling human characters and AI. And ultimately, it just lends itself to the heightened fantasy of being a ghost in this world. As you meet these characters, you're not going to hear the same sort of tired mm. barks and rhetoric. The AI is adaptive. It knows where you are. It knows what you're doing. It reacts to you. It talks to you. I mean, it feels real. It really, really does. And I'm tremendously proud of the work we do on the systems. That's super, super cool. Before I let you go, yeah. last question. For the folks at home, as soon as they loot, uh, load the game up, as soon as they loot the game up, don't loot the game, <laughs> buy the game. As soon as they load the game up, what's one of the first things you want them to check out? Ugh. Wow. And the first things. The beauty is... You can't have that kind of direction. You don't get to know what happened. And that's what's exciting is from the time you load the game up, it's a mystery. All you know is you've been sent to this island to investigate the happenings without a lot of context, a lot of information. Your helicopters are attacked. You wake up. Everyone you were with is ostensibly dead. You are on your own behind enemy lines, hunted, and you have to figure out what's going on. That's what we want people to do. We want them to engage with the mystery and uncover what happened. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you so much for taking the time. Everybody, Ricardo, three, two, one. We are still here, E3 2019. We're still hanging out, hanging out with Ghost Recon folks, hanging out with Ubi folks. We got more stuff coming to you in a little bit. Peace. The Spawn on Me podcast can be found every Tuesday on all podcast platforms and Portland Radio at xray.fm at 107.1 slash 91.1. You can find us live every Thursday on twitch.tv slash Spawn on Me. If you want to reach out to us on the show, you can hit us up on our site, spawnonme.com, where you can find all our social media information about our Twitter, Instagram, and everything else alongside our contact page if you want to reach out and shoot us a message or a business inquiry. Much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening every week. And we say... Peace.